0: Welcome back, the immortals. This is Juan, and I've got another book review edition for you. Now, I might sound a little bit solemn, and I'm actually energetic, but today I'm going to be reviewing the book Two Who Survived Keeping Hope Alive While Surviving the Holocaust. Now, this is Rose and Max Schindler's story, written by M. Lee Colony. Um, this book, first of all, obviously, let's just give a little bit of a informative view of it. It's a really short book. So it's 140-odd pages, so you can get through it quite quickly with a, view, a few dotted pictures at the back as well of obviously the historical nature of it all. If you've read a few Holocaust books, you obviously won't be too surprised around what this book shares. But in in, in a short nutshell, the book looks to describe the the life of obviously Rose Schindler and Max and the journey from uh, being kids and obviously seeing the atrocities of what's about to occur all the way through to them going into the concentration camps and ultimately being freed and the actual journey beyond that as well. So the travel up into England and further into uh, America as a sort of a long dream and what they carried through beyond that. so I'm just going to talk through, obviously, that's the book at large. Um, I'm not going to drain the story because, yep, it is, it is the Holocaust. It is what happened there. But I'm probably going to pick apart a couple of items from the book, some of the themes that I found around it. Um, and obviously, the key takeaways so I, that I went from that as well. So one of the themes uh, key through all of this is the, the hope and, and optimism that's aligned through it. I can't tell you the amount of times that you will read through this book Uh, where Rose and Max equally. The amount of times that they are in potential, um, the jewels of death, uh, they can see it obviously uh, not too far and it's that optimism to continue to share the story. uh, Something that uh, Rose's dad, Tata, actually shared with her was ensure that the story of what's happening here is able to be shared uh, across the world broadly. And she was able to take that as her uh, optimistic view on what was going on to be able to actually continue on, on that journey and essentially stay alive. And that also resonates with other books that I've read around the Holocaust, like Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Um, I was actually going to read a little portion of the book as well. It'll give you a little bit of an insight into what she obviously experienced. This is Rose and her sisters, who she was with as well. So there's an actual portion. Uh, you know, she's been in the camp for a little while now. And she's trying to describe, I guess, the horror of almost being picked to be sent to the gas chambers. She is actually picked and what her and her sisters go on and do to be able to get out of it. And this is not a a single occasion. This happens multiple times. So, go straight to the book. I don't know if it's because of the food or illness, but I have a bad bout of diarrhea and I'm very weak. I can't stand or walk for the first few weeks of my illness. Yuki and Hiyosura, it's her sisters, will not go out to be selected without me, so we hide when the officers call for volunteers. It's not hard to hide with a thousand people in the barracks, as they, as, and they only need 200 or 300 women. The officers do not notice me. This works for three to four weeks, but I'm just skin and bones now. I know I need to be selected for a factory, factory to get out of here. Yuki and Hiyasura help me stand and pinch my cheeks so it looks like I have some color. The problem comes when I undress. I'm so frightened because I know I am too thin and weak to be chosen. My worst fear comes true when the officers call me Musulman, which is the word for skeletons, and send me to the gas chamber line. It is a torturous few minutes walking to that line. My sisters help me get there, holding me under the arms. I do cry and panic. There is so much going on around us that I begin to wonder if we can somehow sneak away. I tell Yuki and Hizura what I am thinking, and we agree to try it. We have no other choice. At the agreed-upon moment, we calmly step out of the line and head straight back to our barracks. All of our hearts are pumping wildly. If an SS officer notices, we will be shot on the spot. Luckily, there are a lot of women moving about the camp and no one notices. The relief of knowing made it back to safety to the barrack is overwhelming. All of us huddle quietly on our bunk in fear that someone is coming any minute to say they caught us. So, yeah, that is just a small portion of one page of this book. And that's the other comment I have around this book. Uh, It isn't... Obviously, it's not a long book, as you can see, but it is absolutely packed with action in every single page. Now, I was, I'll say unfortunate that I actually listened to a podcast, so Jocko Willink actually had Rose Schindler on, I had a discussion with her. So, a lot of this, uh, I guess half of the book was known to me and as I was read it, it sort of referred to, oh yes, I I do remember the story, but if you are initiated and go on and read this, it is almost like you're reading a fiction uh, book in terms of how grouping it is to actually read it and go on and on and on. I smashed this book very, very quickly indeed, even though I knew a lot of the stories sort were behind that. Um, another one of the themes obviously that went through this book is the actual progression uh, or the journey. And what really interested me is it didn't just focus on the Holocaust period or the period of them being in the camps. It also talked about the past, which I've read on before. So, obviously, what was uh, life like in Germany and Poland and a couple of other places before it all started going a little bit south. But the actual journey of the two of them beyond the actual Holocaust. So, the ability for, um, uh, you know, the Jew support that came about to actually allow people to go over into England, uh, their actual journey into North America. They also discuss of heavily in the book how they want to keep on ensuring that people know about what happened. And Rose actually goes around to, I think she began talking in a lot of schools and a lot of places to actually share her, her story, her journey, and she'll still continues that to this day. So Max actually uh, passed away a couple of years ago, but Rose continues to do just that, actually speaking about it to this day, which is quite, um, quite good as well. The key takeaway for me, um, and uh, when I do my, my book reviews and actually review books, I try to note down all of the learnings that I can across you know my my three big sectors in life. And I didn't actually pull any that I noted down from this book. But the reason for me and you know, sort of reviewed this myself intrinsically is that the key takeaway is to never forget the atrocities that us humans can actually impose on each other. And we should not forget that that's something that we are very capable of. And I think most Holocaust books remind at least me of that, of what depravities and extremes humanity and mere mortals could get to when allowed to. And the progression of that can be frighteningly quick. So um, that obviously showcases through this book and all of the pretty horrific stories. Um, But also you you get to uh, take a peek at when humanity actually shines through. There's a couple of little snippets uh, after they actually move away from... Uh, Auschwitz to uh, a separate camp where they're a little bit more of a, of a working area and Rose talks about when one particular soldier who comes in sometimes obviously still a prisoner of war but helps out in, in taking care and maintaining the area that they live in and you know catching glimpses of a smile or of them looking at each other and then they eventually progress through exchanging chocolate and a couple of other things and you can see in those little peaks of humanity there's still that goodness even through all the darkness and the evil I guess that they, they lived through as well so the biggest takeaway was that and the greatest learning for me uh, was the actual gift of, of life and the gift of perspective so I, I don't think you can read any of these books especially about holocaust or other atrocities without giving yourself a great perspective about the life that you have and just being joyous in the fact that you have the ability to grow old that's uh, something that I've noted a crop across a couple of different areas and it just rings so true, especially when reading something like this. So the two who survived for me, it was and like take, take into account that I've listened to a, a great portion of what this book was all about previously. I actually gave it for me a seven out of 10. It's a very cohesive, a very packed book that I think you can you know tear up uh, in, a, in short order. And obviously, I'm not going to go and and detail all of the stories because there is absolutely too many to go through. I would recommend to go check this out and have a read yourself. So that is The Two Who Survived by M. Lee Connolly telling Rose and Max Schindler stories. Folks, that's been another Mere Mortals book review. Hope you enjoyed. One out.